Should be starting now. Okay. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Cuatro Cuatro Los. Uh, like always, I'm Christian, and today I have two special guests uh, that actually I have a whole list of people that I wanted to talk to, and the, well, not specifically them because I didn't know that they ran the, the thing, but I wanted to talk to somebody from uh, Dynamo Fans for Change, and uh, just because I was interested in the whole group and the whole idea, and uh, I got in touch here with, uh, shoot, I forgot your name. Uh, <laughs> I know Hector is on the on the screen, but what was your name again, bro? Tony. 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 Uh, was it Kiyonis? Uh, yeah. yeah. Terrible with names. So I got Tony and Hector here, and uh, they're going to talk a little bit about uh, Dynamo Fans for Change. It's like a giant group on Facebook that basically is about a whole bunch of fans, Dynamo fans, that basically just give their, their opinions, their ideas, and there's a lot of good discussions that goes that goes on there. Um, I don't know who wants to go ahead and get started and just kind of introduce yourself a little bit. I don't know if you want to go, Tony, first. Sure. Uh, well, I'm Tony. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, we started the group. Man, I, we started the group out of frustration is what happened, actually. We had that terrible loss versus Atlanta United. Remember the 5-0 where Ellis got like kicked off in the first five minutes? Mm-hmm. and. I've been watching the Dynamo for like three or four years and like I became a season ticket holder uh, that year and I was going to every game that I could get to. I actually went to the, the Coca-Cola Champions League games versus that, that team from Guatemala, Guastatoya or yeah. yeah, I went to those. That was great. We were held up two hours because of the rain, but that was tight. It was good. It was a good game. And um, no, we just, uh, from there, like my love for the Dynamo grew like a lot. But then I started realizing because when you're like when you watch them, but then when you really start getting into something, you don't realize all the nuances. Like, oh, this is why this person did this, or really this is going on behind the scenes. And uh, I got more into it. I just get started getting upset. Like, you know, why is like why why is this, why is why are we so terrible on the road? Why have we been so terrible on the road the past couple of years? And, you know, just why are things the way that they are? So I got really frustrated and I started a group. I was actually, I was sitting uh, on the couch with my wife and I was like, babe, I was like, we should not name this group. And I was like, I don't know. We were just going back and forth about it. And then uh, I was like, football club, Dynamo. I was like, got it, DFFC, it works. So um, it was actually really surprising because I started the group not thinking anything was going to happen at all. And overnight like i think two people had got in after the game finished because i was just I, I turned the tv off that was just a horrible game they it it's just one of those things where it, it feels like when ellis was gone we had no like no momentum going forward at all yeah and it was just it was super frustrating so i turned the tv off and i just went to bed and i think like overnight it had like 101 people like join uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I'll be for real. I, I spammed it in the the after the game was over. I was like, join this group, da 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 da, and like yeah, like hundred people joined. And then from there, um, it's kind of where I met Hector, because um, I, I didn't realize too, like a lot of the soccer, like uh, the Dynamo, like like fans, since it's not a huge, huge like community, like everyone's pretty tight knit, and and yeah. somebody knows somebody. Um, so even from there, like uh, shout out to the surge. Um, they, they got in contact with me, um, like it was right before they firm, uh, formed up, but like 
two days before and they're, they're great great people too so um we got into contact with just everybody but i met hector and uh just putting in a, a survey because I, I knew that i couldn't do it by myself so I'm, I'm a small business owner so like i have other things going on I have my wife and you know family and just right. stuff you do on the regular so um i was like man i need some help so i just i filled out this survey and i sent it out and hector as well as oscar alex um we had a couple other people uh fill in and and they're just they seem like good people so we had a phone conversation and we were just talking about that earlier where apparently it was hector's birthday and he was in austin when he called me <laughs> you can chime in whenever you want dude no you're good man i mean honestly like Like you're saying, this this was out of out of the blue, but it's just it, it was just time, man. It was it was just time for for some change or someone to be heard. Um, but no, no, good, you're good. No, so yeah, so it's just uh, that day. I remember specifically, it was uh, we were gonna go. I, well, I was gonna go out, but then uh, this came up, and I was like, hold on, we're gonna have to postpone this for a little bit because um, <laughs> trying to we we need to see some change in the city now. So that's what we're trying. That's what's up. And uh, so now the group actually grew, but I just checked like two minutes ago, and y'all are up to 745 people. We were at 755, but I think some of those are like, you know, when you get groups, you get like spam, spam yeah. accounts, and you just we go through them all the time. But yeah, we're we're going up there. Hopefully, hopefully soon enough. And, and the yeah. crazy part is, it it grew it grew that fast, but honestly, it was like. I think almost the season was almost over too. Yeah. It was mid it was mid season, yeah. Yeah. So but I gotta admit the Dynamo were, were they're having a really hot start to the season. I mean and and it's one of the things in the meeting that they always told us like this is the best start of the season we've had. This is the best start of the season. And it's just like, okay, that's that's great, but the it got it got bad really quick after after the for the international break. That's what it was. Every, everyone left. Uh so we didn't have Elis, we didn't have Boniac, we didn't have I don't know if we had Maynard or not, but uh, we didn't have yeah, Kiki. Yeah, we didn't have Kiki because he went to Slovenia. Um, we didn't have a lot of people, so we were stuck with like a – I hate saying it, but we were stuck with like the B squad, and they just weren't up to it. Yeah, the so, depth in the team, for yeah, for sure, it was not up to par for like a team that wants to be competitive. Like, yeah. If, you know, if you, if you have some guy – obviously, you know that this happens every year. Like, you know – there's always like international breaks and, you know, especially like if uh, cups are happening and stuff like that, like, which is almost every year nowadays, like, like you said, you know, we should have at least some guy to replace this guy. But uh, one of the questions that I wanted to ask you is uh, how did you guys get in contact with like the front office? Like how did, how did that happen? The whole like scheduling meeting? <laughs> That's That's a... <laughs> Go ahead, Hector. Oh man. It's honestly, the power of social media is mad crazy, like ridiculous. It's so powerful nowadays. Um, honestly, it was emails. Uh, we had um, a couple members that are willing to that, that that were willing to help take time out of their day to go and you know write an email to the front office or go to the go to the front office and say, hey, you know, who's in charge? And try to get a, try to gather as much information as we can in order to even get our foot in the door we had one guy um i won't say his name but everyone knows who he is pretty much <laughs> he actually found um uh, gabriel brenner's 
uh, and Oscar de la Hoya's and a couple other people's actual addresses from like going into like public records. And he sent their, like he sent our actual like uh, grievance letter, right? He sent our letter to directly mailed it to their houses in California. Damn. It was actually, yeah, it was, it's really funny. So we know that uh, we, after we talked into John Walker, we know that uh, Gabriel Brenner actually read it and was like, what's this? How did they get my, <laughs> how did they get my, uh, my address? And it's like Google, bro. <laughs> well, how did, how did those meetings go? How many, how many, first of all, how many meetings have y'all had with the front office people? So um, I, unfortunately Hector wasn't able to make the first one, but we were with, um, we were with the guys from the Peel. So those Justin, Josh, Edson. Um, you had Edson on last time. Shout out to Edson. It's a cool dude. Yep. Um, shout out to the Peel too. They're awesome. Um, uh, but we were with them because uh, they, they reached out to me and they asked me a couple of questions. Um, I think when they restarted the Peel. Uh, out of the blue too. It was just like, you know, I think it was, was what Hector was saying. It was like power of social media. Like I feel like it just takes one person to say something and actually have the drive to actually kind of say something loudly and do something, try to do something about it. Not even actually physically do, but have the I guess motivation and just go, go do something about it. It, it can really cause a chain reaction. Um, but, but they had, they had reached out to me uh, out of the blue and, and they're asking me questions and, and they were there with us. Um, we had one of our admins, uh, uh, Olvin Osorio um, and uh, Oscar came with this as well. But we're all there. We're just, it was one of those things, I guess how it started was we were, we made our grievance letter. We had set up all, I set the group from public to private, but I know that there was people from the front office or at least, yeah, there, there are people, there are people from the, the front the office in the organization in, in, the, in the organization that were part of the group and they didn't do it. It's not adding malicious. I know it's not They're They're, I, I'll, hundred percent say I, I really enjoyed getting to talk with the front office. They're pretty cool people. Um, but they were in there. So they knew everything, what everything was coming and they knew the PDFs that we had up more than likely. So it was literally the day before we were going to send it out the night before they actually put it on Twitter huh? and they were like, fans, we hear you. We know there's frustration. We know that, <laughs> da, 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 da. And we we're like, ah, you kind of killed the surprise, but whatever, you know, keep going forward. And uh, I, I think uh, John called me that morning. We sent or sent me an email, John Walker. He's sent us an email before. And um, he was like, hey, um, do you guys want to meet tomorrow? And I'm like, uh, you can't really spring something on tomorrow. Everyone's busy. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think that was just his eagerness. I, and I, I want to paint John Walker in, in like the most positive light that I can. He's a really cool dude. If you ever have the um, the chance to meet him, like that guy has, like he really does have my respect. Great guy. Um, but I think he was just his enthusiasm to actually hear, you know, fans and um, honestly want to try to do something. And you can you can tell that there's a that's the vibe with the front office is that they're trying to do something, but I mean they're severely limited by what ownership wants to do or doesn't want to do. Um, I think that's all football clubs, but I think we have that reputation of kind of being cheap. And I mean, even when you look at the stats, we're one of the um, uh, least to spend. The least spent for sure. But even our ownership group, they don't have as much money as the other ownerships group do. Ownership groups do. 
Um, I'll just point out like SKC, they're owned by some biotech company. I think I might've told you already, um, but they're owned by like a medical company and they have like tens of billions of dollars that, you know, that they're, that that company's worth and they have ownership of SKC. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, us, I mean, don't get me wrong. They got money. Brenner, Oscar de la Hoya, <laughs> Silverstein, Ben Gile, they, they got money, but it's, it's not, it's not medical biotech research company money. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a whole other it's, dimension. That's, that's another dimension. Yeah. But <laughs> different tax bracket. For sure. Now, um, we know that, we know that's, that's not there and they're super limited by that. Um, but the first meeting, I guess, I, I know I ramble a little bit, but there's a lot of backstory, right? Uh, had a conversation with John Walker for like 10, 15 minutes uh, while I was going to work. And then we set up a meeting and I reached out to all my mods, my admins. I reached out to the guys from the Peel and, and like Edson too, because he had some RGV questions. Besides that, I know that they were people who, they, they know the organization way more than I do. And I know that while I can be a voice, it's much better to be quiet and say something that means something versus be loud and say something that doesn't matter. Yeah. So uh, they, they really helped me get my footing as far as the dynamo goes, like who's who and how things uh, work, even like some of the TV deals and stuff like that. They just, they know that kind of stuff and they're, they're well-versed in it. So uh, it was great to have them part, but the first meeting was good, man. Uh, I can tell you that the first meeting we felt like we were listened to, um, and you could feel that they really wanted to hear us out, hear what we had to say, and see if they could accommodate that in the best way possible. It wasn't just lip service. I will give the FO that for the first meeting. Yeah. And uh, did you did you guys get to talk only to uh, John Walker, or it was Matt Jordan also? Matt Jordan was there. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was uh, John Walker, Matt Jordan, Katie Scallon. I think you talked about marketing last time. Her her and Deanna, as far as the marketing goes, and like some of their ideas have been fire, dude. They have, it's really good. Um, it was Deanna Witter. It was Zach uh, Emin. And two other guys that have, and I, I forget their name, but there, it was it was a it was a pretty good panel of of people, yeah. uh, and they met. They had this whole thing out, and they had cookies. And I I, I hate I hate saying this because it makes it sound bad, but like I really I was I was super hungry because I was expecting them to, to actually feed us. <laughs> yeah. So they 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 did right. They had like some tacos, but they're like, and I hate to say it this way, but they're like white people tacos. So <laughs> like they weren't good. They were horrible. Funny. Uh, they were horrible. I remember Edson ate one. I was like, "Hey, bro, bro, are they good?" And he's like, "Nah, man, I really." <laughs> I was like, "All right." Josh from Monterrey is talking about tacos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but I mean, shoot, if you grew up in in Pasadena, you know tacos too, right? Like, you really do. Yeah, Houston, so, Houston tacos are are tacos too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, Oh, they even had they even had beer there and, and whatnot. And like Walker's like, you're not gonna get a beer? I'm like, bro, I gotta drive. And if I get pulled over, even with one, bro, like it's, <laughs> like it's not a good bro. idea. Yeah. But um the first so, meeting went well. Yeah, so like y'all just y'all were y'all talked about like um was it more like soccer, like like soccer stuff or more like uh club stuff, if if that makes any sense. 
Um, I can actually, I think I still have it on this computer. I know a lot of people where, uh, like when I first started, like I got into the group, I know there was a lot of people complaining about the season, uh, the seeds, the movement of the seeds and stuff like that, which I know is understandable, you know, if you yeah. had a seed for forever and they're like, Hey, you know, scoot over. Um, I know that obviously I'm pretty sure there was talk about that, but I guess was there also like when it comes to like, you know, players and sure. I, I can actually give us, give you uh, uh, our list. I pulled up the, the letter. Oh. I have it right here. Um, so before we asked the group, like, Hey, what are the biggest things? Like, what are the, honestly, the biggest things that we need to talk about? Cause you, they're only going to give, they only give us like 90 minutes. I think it was like two hours, two and a half to two hours, what they actually gave us at the end of the day. And they only had to leave because they did have something else that they like some press thing that they actually had to be at or some, something for the dash. I think it was. Um, but uh, we, we did a, we did a survey. Uh, I like doing the polls on, on, on the page and, and people, cause it helps me get a, uh, you know, get a rationale what to go behind, but you, you can't talk about a bajillion things and, expect them to answer each and every one of them. So we had to really try to focus. We had five of them. Um, so it was like, there was lack of investment in quality players. There was one was Wilmer Cabrera in like actually Wilmer Cabrera. Cause like he, he just, his coaching was bad. And you could tell that, I mean, I can give you that, the actual wording was like verbatim. It, we felt like he wasn't qualified for the level of play and his, his firing is only a symptom of the decline in performance. Cause, and, and everyone kind of, the open secret, I guess, is like he, he didn't have a very – he wasn't very well liked among the FO, apparently, and he was he was losing the locker room too. So there's always that. You know, I can't blame the soccer – the actual players if they don't like the guy that they're, you know, working for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you can't – it's hard to stay motivated. Yeah. Um, there was lack of value for season ticket holders, empty stadium, and no soccer culture. Um, yeah, that was the, the – I, I have a – those are like the, the key points. And then I have like a paragraph for each one of the, the things, which uh, uh, you can see that on a Dino fans for change. If you look into our files on Facebook, um, it's all there for anybody to read. Um, but we just, a lot of it just really stems down to money. Right. So like if you have endless money, you can do whatever you want, but, yeah. Yeah. and and obviously, you know, they're, you know, it's, thinking that like Brenner's going to sell the, the club and, and stuff like that. It's, it's not going to happen. So the thing that we wanted the most and that I, what I told uh, John and, and Katie and Matt uh, was like, even if like, I understand that the, the front office can't just cut a check for like a hundred million dollars. They just, I mean, it's unrealistic. Right. So I was like, the, the best thing that they could do is, how even not not in front of the fans not all the fans because some of the fans you know some some people are kind of jerks right um (laughs) in front of the season ticket holders in front of season ticket holders or have an open forum and just get some questions answered like why is you know uh you know why haven't we invested in quality players and when we say quality we it's not like i'm i i will try i will trash talk one player because i just don't like them that's T-Mac. Oh, here we go. Here we <laughs> go. This is, you yeah. brought him to this now. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I just, like, there, there's, it's whatever. So, sorry, Tommy. I just, I don't think that you're worthy of the of, of the shirt. Sorry, dude. Um, but, 
players of, of that caliber that it's clear, like they're just not there, you know, they're, they're not there yet. Um, and it's like, why are we getting players from, you know, South American player who is unproven and he's cheap. And, and we found, we found out that, well, I found out, right. Some people already knew, but that's kind of like the dynamos um, strategy business and like people, yeah. yeah, the business model is like, buy cheap players from South America, develop them and hopefully sell them high to Europe, but hasn't really happened yet. Maybe it'll happen with Mara Manotas and I really hope he did. it does. Dude definitely deserves it. Yeah. Um, but like, that was like one of Matt Jordan's things where he was saying diamond in the rough. And it's like, bro, you've only found one. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not, more. you gotta start digging more, man. It's, it's uh, one only once kind of, you know, um, it's worked out for us so far. Uh, but if if the ownership would have even meetings like with and it 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 can be organized in a way where it's super civil right where everyone just hey i have this question could you please answer it in this way like if they did that i told john like that would mean so much to like a vast majority of the fans like yeah. people would people would see that because because people don't know right because i i don't know i don't know gabriel brenner I don't know Oscar de Loya personally, right? So I don't, I can't make any judgments based off what they hear or how much they care or don't care for the team. But if they did that, it shows that they have a vested interest and that they care and that, and like you can do pictures and stuff like that, that, Hey, they're at the front office and da 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 da. But that doesn't mean anything, especially not to all the fans. You want to have, you want to have some kind of like, Hey, this is our ownership group. They're willing to answer some questions. They're willing to, you know, hang out with you guys and talk with y'all. Obviously they're busy and whatnot, but if they can't make some time, then, what are they doing? Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah. That 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 kind of stuff, though, I guess, inspired the little Tonahau meeting that they did, or that they wanted to have. Is 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 those ideas, right? It's like well, we're just gonna get a bunch of fans, and we're just gonna let them answer questions, stuff like that. But I mean, obviously, people want answers. But you being like the Dynamo, being you know a brand, they can't just answer everything and anything, just all willy nilly. You know, there's there's legal stuff, there's NDAs that you know that Correct. players talk about and stuff like that correct so it's it, it, a lot of people don't understand i mean a lot of people are really diehard fans like yeah like you know we really appreciate but the, the problem is, is is there's rules and regulations right there's there's not just things that you can just come up and say well yep. you need to spend five hundred thousand dollars on this player it's like okay well well that that that's easy for you to say but how are we going to get it if you don't come and show up or you don't come and support or you know a lot of people are saying, yeah, we, even if we get one big player, for example, I personally feel like the soccer the soccer fan base isn't going to be there for that one player, realistically speaking. Mm-hmm. What do you, in your opinion, for example, because that's, that's my next kind of like uh, question or idea that I wanted to get into, which is like the potential of like Houston being the fourth largest city in the United States and having like one of the biggest – like not only Hispanic community, but like like most diverse in the whole yep. United States, and like yep. you know, soccer is like a worldwide thing. So obviously, most cultures, soccer is like the main sport. What do you guys think is like missing for? I don't know. Maybe I don't know if, if it's the club's I, fault or I don't know the people or what. What do you guys I, think? I'm gonna be really honest, and 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 correct me if I'm wrong, Tony. Sure. Uh, it's not about players, right? Because look at Austin FC. You, you, they literally just signed one player, yeah. Uh, as far as public wise, but who's doing all the, all the, um, you know, 
like marketing, Matthew McConaughey. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I get it. Dynamo got Harden, you know, but Harden has other stuff to do to worry about than, than his investment here. Because, I mean, Rockets are paying him very well. So yeah. I, I, feel, I feel like it's not, it's not about, oh, who can we get and this and that. It's, it's actually so a passion be- for people who want to do it. Because Matthew McConaughey, even though great act respects him, <laughs> like, and then he being a, you know, owner, part owner of, of one of the, um, I guess it'll be a rival rivalry, I guess. I don't really see it as a rivalry because it's, it's Austin. <laughs> <laughs> you can't really be mad at Austin, but I mean, I, I, I don't see it that way, but it's just, it's just impacts, right? But look at Beckham, right? So it's like, yeah. with, with, it's just a lot of people don't understand that. It's like, okay, well, even if, we get players like i said are they hungry do they want more like do they want because back in the day robertson stadium that's all i have to say dynamo i mean yeah they came in fully stacked to be honest but i mean we represented them because robertson for playoffs was mad sold out all all the time yep never yep. failed i don't know if you i don't know if you you know you you were there when the robertson era happened but it's it's it, it was a whole different atmosphere from what it is now because it's it was literally just everyone happy uh, that we got a, a soccer team. Sure, I. Oh, well, I mean, uh, I think now that we're beyond that and we're at BBVA and it's the club's been around for a while, like it's natural for that to die down a little bit. But we also haven't really done anything to merit that. Um, but I, I agree with Hector basically 100. percent It's not about the players because even if you look on the on, on paper. Like we have a really good team. Like that's a solid team. There's nothing wrong with any of them, uh, minus T Mac. <laughs> but but um, no, there, there's there's really nothing wrong with the team on paper. But like it's just putting them together. And I know for for me personally, like watching Wilmer um, when he was coaching and whatnot, you could tell like it just wasn't there. Like he didn't he didn't there wasn't a, a focus mentality. And then when Davey Arno stepped in, like it was almost, it wasn't an instant change, but you could tell like people were, the players were way more relieved. They felt more composed. And now with Tab, uh, we haven't really seen too much of it yet, but everyone has confidence and, you know, we gotta, we gotta trust Tab right now that he's gonna, he's gonna pull through and he's gonna make things happen hopefully on Monday, you know, and hopefully we can, we can get a win or a draw versus LAFC. And I think that actually speak a lot to him uh, on, you know, what he's doing with the team. But um we're, yeah, we all, oh, yeah. Go for it, go for it. Go, no, ahead. go ahead. No, are you good? good? No, I'm saying this whole this whole year it's it's we can't really it, it was gonna be regardless a year we were gonna be like a little tryout, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. So really what were I mean, I wasn't really expecting a lot. I can't speak for everyone, but I wasn't expecting a lot. But I you can see the difference now. Even I'm sorry, you know, Tony, but even in Tommy, like you can see the difference now on how he used to play before and now you know they switched him up to i feel he feels more comfortable playing up there now compared to some people say it's the hair some people say short hair tommy is no good but long hair tommy is legit so i don't know i mean maybe it's the hair <laughs> only time will tell only time will tell um how do you guys feel about uh tab ramos because obviously i mean i'm new to the whole like united states soccer culture you know you guys, boy, Tony knows that I'm Argentinian. So, like, 
Boca Boca Juniors is like my thing and like Argentinian soccer and all that, right? And like it's been like maybe five years, maybe four that I've gotten like became like a Dynamo fan, like you know, all in basically. Uh so obviously like Tab Ramos to me was like not in my radar, basically. Uh because obviously ninety of what were ninety four woke up, I was like two, so like obviously he <laughs> wasn't in my head. But obviously when you see somebody like him like step in as a coach or like get hired, you know, with being the first MLS player to ever sign ever, uh, you know, being a coach for the, for like the young academies or whatever of the national teams and, and like all the things that he has done. Did you guys see that? Like, as a, like a big move, like, did you guys feel like y'all were listened to in a way? Cause it's a big name, like in the coaching way. In the coaching way, I, I think I think Hector was the one because I, I I'm right there with you. I'm I'm not a uh, I watch I watch Mexico. That's you know, yeah. I watch El Tri. That that's me. Uh, I don't I don't really pay attention to to U.S. soccer. I, I pay attention to it more now, but yeah. um, you know, Mexico is my thing, and uh, Monterrey is is my team, and uh, it's funny, and I'm sure it's like this with most people from Monterrey. You're either with Rayados or you're with Tigres. Yeah. And that's how my family split right down the middle. So it's always fun. But even like my uncle, surprisingly, my uncle who doesn't watch MLS, he's a diehard Tigres fan. He has Tigres painted in his garage and stuff like that. Um, he was he's like, hey, you guys got Tab Ramos. And I was like, what? I was like, how do you know? He's like, he played for Tigres and he was good. Like he was great. He goes, that guy could play. I was like, oh, well, yeah, he's, he's going to be the coach. He's coming in. And Hector was the one who told me, I was like, is he good? And he's like, yeah, he's, he did legit with the, you know, the U20s or, or under 20s, whatever it was. Yeah. And it, he's got a good pedigree. Like he really does have a good pedigree soccer coaching wise. So, I mean, let me, let me chime in on this, but um, I mean, I understand, you know, okay. So Tab Ramos, I mean, a lot of people don't really, I mean, if you know soccer, like back, like back in the day, you know, then, you know, he was, he was, he was, pretty good player he was an amazing player actually but back to what we're saying about the dynamo the the model that we're we're, we're seeing is is train them young sell them so we can get more income right that would be the the main motto that we're going for here and him coming in and literally all right off the bat like now i think it was we signed three players three young ones yeah and and back in the day when Wilmer, right? This is rumors. I I mean, like I said, rumors. Um, he never gave him a chance. Never, never gave, never gave him the young ones a chance, and expected, you know, the um the front of house to just whip out money and just say, hey, we need this player, we need this player. But I mean, I get it. You know, it's not all about the money because it's coaching, as well. So, I mean, personally, with him, I really think that we're going to be focused more on, on young, on young, you know, young, the young culture, because honestly, that's the future. Realistically speaking, look at Messi, look at how old he started when he was with Barcelona. Now, obviously, it's two different things, right? But you got to think about it. Look how much passion and look how much stuff he puts on for that team, because that team gave it all. So I think that's kind of like what the Dynamo are aiming for. I'm not going to say, I mean, money-wise and stuff like that, but I mean, I feel like if you're 16, 17 years old, and one of the coaches says, hey, I want you for my first team, you, you're going to give it your all. 
no matter what you do, you're gonna give it your all. And, and yep. either you get, you know, you're gonna get recognized somehow. You got LAFC, yep. you got everything like that. You, I mean, MLS is, MLS is big now, compared to you know, the second division, right? But MLS is pretty big, due to the fact is is now, you know, there's more options to choose from. I guess you would say, when it comes to going and playing and money wise and stuff like that. Because some a lot of people say it's all about the money, but I feel like MLS, it's you don't really get paid what you really need to get paid personally. <laughs> but that's just the that's just my opinion. But I mean, you do it for the love of the game. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. It no, is. definitely, 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 definitely. I think I can agree with you on all points, Hector. Did you guys talk about the academy stuff in those meetings too? We did. Yeah. So we talked about we talked specifically about Marcelo Palomino, mm-hmm. and then we talked about the academy um, with Marcelo because everyone knew that the deal had fall, fallen through. This was like last year, around this time, that the deal had apparently fallen through. So we were just like, "Well, what happened with him? We heard he was the bomb.com. We heard he was, you know, he was it. So why why did he want to join? Did he did he feel like he was cheated or?" Did he feel like some sort of way the FL give give off some sort of way to him? And I think the, with the firing of Cabrera, because some of the people that are in our group, they're, they're parents of the academy players, mm. and they're letting us know some stuff like, hey, you know, Wilmer doesn't look at the kids. He never considers them. He doesn't do this and this and that. So wow. it's just piggybacking right off of what Hector said is that, you know, with Tab coming in and, and um, actually Matt Jordan, I think it was Paul Holker, right, he brought in? Yeah. He brought in Paul Holker and he's, he's, he pretty much told us like, and this is him being as honest as he can be. Right. Um, and just being as straight up with us as he can be is like, I'm gutting everything and I'm starting from ground zero. So like I, I can respect um, what he's doing in that, in that aspect. I'm not sure if Paul Holker was already intent on coming or not, but if he, he really did bring him in, that's a good, you know, it's good. Yeah. That That's really good. They, they're trying to address that because I, I think that, uh, what ended up happening with Marcelo was that since they felt his apparently apparently it was that since his family felt that they weren't getting the best deal that they could that's why they went uh, they went and looked at tried out for Manchester and for Porto uh, but obviously didn't work out too well too much over there so um, they apparently renegotiated and now he's on the team so that's good that's good for him you know he's able to play for his hometown and I'm hoping that he does really really well in the tournament too and that he gets some good minutes in and we can really see what he, what he's got going on. Yeah. So yeah, basically I'll, like I was telling Tony before, or like when we texted or whatever, um, I got also invited to one of these meetings or whatever, but it was like for the, for like the, the fans or whatever. Uh, and I was going to go in with like Academy questions uh, just cause when I was younger, when I was in high school, um, I was going to try out uh, for the Academy uh, but it was like the the whole process is like you know you gotta pay to play, unfortunately mm-hmm. in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and like I, I knew and I played with like a whole bunch of guys that were like so much better than me, you know. And I was like, man, for sure, you know, like you see him play and you're like, for sure, this guy, if like somebody would see him, like he can make it like a pro, you know, like, like 16, 17 year old kids and just killing it out there. Um, but the whole like situation that, you know, we were like, not, I'm not saying that it's all their far or anything like that, but like, you know, when you don't have the resources to like put down 200 bucks for like a three day weekend or whatever of tryouts, sure. you know, it was, that was going to be my question is like, is there anything y'all can do to like, you know, but I guess they're, they're trying to fix it. Uh, 
you know, because I saw a lot of talent kind of like move away or, you know, just because of the circumstances, like, you know, I'm trying to go for my hometown thing because that was back in the day that the Dynamo kind of, well, it was in 06, right? But, oh, yeah, 06, 07, I was in high school. So, like, you know, a bunch of high school kids that were, I, I actually played with a guy that I was actually played for the academy. But, yeah, I guess it wasn't, the academy wasn't what it is turning out to be today. But yep. um, there are definitely some stories too. It's good to know heard. that, you know, with Paul Holliker, with, you know, Todd Ramos being like a kind of like a double signing, like a head coach for the first team, but also like a, a good pair of eyes for the younger kids, you know? For sure. Um, yeah, they, they got, honestly, the animal got a pretty good deal to get both of them, to be honest. Yeah. And, and also that place, like, you, you know, we were talking about the whole culture, like trying to bring a soccer culture into, into like, Houston basically and like you know having the the younger because obviously we all you know you Tony you're from Mexico and obviously like our age and older like usually they stick to their own countries and their own leagues yeah uh, you know they don't really watch the MLS you know like my parent my dad doesn't really watch it um, but if we can get to the younger guys you know our age and younger I think that's where the love yes. for the for the team and like yes. you see with the with the surge, you know, like they're the new kids in town, but they're the younger kids. Like they're probably our age. I'm 28. Yeah, I don't know how old you guys are? But you know, the surge, El, El Batasone is like is like a good mixture of like the younger guy, like second generation Hispanics, I guess you can say. Uh, Texan Army that. is more like I, I see. Like I might be wrong, but it's like more like the white guys um, <laughs> and they're like but, but you see like the culture kind of shifting into like the you know the millennial type thing and but you know that was my question for you guys like how do you how do you guys see like how can we like not rebrand ourselves but like how do you guys see this new wave of like the younger guys i mean it let feels me, like go ahead go ahead let me just ask you this what made you become a dynamo fan because well me personally well you know i love soccer like it's it was my life and i was like you know and when i first started watching the mls i was i was really big into portland for some reason just because in in my head i saw their culture and and yep. being, you know being a boca juniors fans and obviously like you know you bleed blue and yellow basically mm-hmm. and i was like i want something like that but closer to home and i was like well you know portland is you know they're good and look at their <laughs> look at their stadium and look at their people but i was like it just feels wrong for me cuz i consider myself a houstonian even though i was born in argentina like i'm yeah. a houstonian you know and i'm you know i'll support the rockets i'll support the astros i'll support the texans it's not my sport but i was but i was like dude i have a like a team 30 minutes away from me where i can go to the stadium and i could help build that culture that's why i started like the podcast too to like kind of mm-hmm. You know, do my lip, put my little grain of salt in like building your soccer culture here in the city. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's so I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna be a Dynamo fan. And I was like, they might suck, but you know, you if you're gonna be a fan of a team, you have to be with the, you know, you have to be with the team in the good times or the bad times. Of and course. I happen to jump in in the in the in the shitty time, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll see them win a championship in the future, and you know, I'll be. All right, but now, when it comes to culture wise. When it comes to Kauai's, right, uh, it's kind of difficult, at least in my eyes. It's kind of difficult to not gonna say rebrand ourselves because now, if you're talking about, you could ask, you could ask Tony when Monterrey played here, how was it? It was great. There's a lot of people there. There's a lot of people there. There's you know, 
flags and people playing and there's just there's a lot of people and like you, it's just, it feels different I, you, in Tigres we they freaking the Dynamo played Tigres and there were more Tigres fans than Dynamo fans like by like 80 <laughs> percent so um I mean that that stadium was yellow it was not orange that that day um, and 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 that the people are here right yeah. the people people are here people that are supportive and, and everything people are here but I'm not gonna say they're all you know fake fans I'm not gonna say that but it's kind of it kind of sucks that we only start seeing a lot more people when it comes to oh Dynamo in the finals or yeah. or playoff or what I, I know that what got me personally into it like what I, maybe just like like for you you know bleed orange and black it was was a U.S. Open Cup. I, I went to the championship game. I, I wish I would have been at the LAFC game because I heard that I saw the highlights and that's just that's a good game too. But I went to the to the final game. We we beat Philadelphia three one. That just like that was great getting to see them score some goals. I saw Amado you know score goal basically right in front of me. It was it was cool and you could there's a lot of people there. It wasn't it still wasn't full. Um, I think. Mm-hmm. There's there's still plenty of sections that were empty, but like it was it's it was more full on a than usual, and I really enjoyed the atmosphere being there. My wife like it, it turned my wife and I both into like just really really big Dynamo fans, and um, from there that's when I started watching the CCL games, and uh, then I started going. I became a season ticket holder, then started going to all the games. And I took my dad, but like you had mentioned before, like uh, he's older, he's gonna go from Monterrey, he's gonna watch Liga MX no matter what. Yeah. Um, and then for, for me, like, I can't go to Monterrey all the time. I, you know, we, we go fairly often, you know, at least once every two years, but, but I can't go to, you know, uh, uh, to the stadium and just and go watch a game whenever I want to. So it, yeah. even though it's really close, it's still not home. Right. So, uh, and then what you were saying before was like the dynamic is definitely shifting. Um, I feel like, I feel like it's it's like changing like it's a changing of the guard like the uh, the surge and and all the younger people that are, are joining they're the new people they're they're bringing in a different culture uh, implementing it in different ways that are really good actually um, and I like what they're doing um, and then there's like there's just the older people who go back to like the Robertson days which it's still great there's a lot of tradition and there's a lot of good things about about that. But maybe it's maybe it's just not what we need to impact the younger people because you you know older people know how to impact older people a little bit better and the younger people know how to influence and impact the younger people better and and what you were saying before was like as exactly what I told them in the fan meeting because we had a um, we had a what's it called a uh, like little group small groups and they're like hey how do we get like they're they're honestly asking how do we get in with the Hispanic like that market that they're still trying to you know, get in there. And I was like, dude, you got to get to these kids when they're, when they're little, right. like, um, they, you really do. You, you got to go, um, that thing that memo and Boney did, uh, I, I think it was some other people, like it was like a hundred kids versus two soccer players. Those kids are going to remember that stuff for the rest of their life. Oh yeah. Right. How many, how many kids are you go around? They're gonna be like, well, I met professional soccer players and they play soccer with me. None. Like very few. So the more um, community outreach and the more outreach that they do with the younger kids, the more fans that they're going to see. It, it's it's like they're just planting a seed, right? They got to plant a seed, but they got to keep watering it. And it's going to grow. 
yeah. and they're gonna you know they're gonna have families and they're gonna be like hey you know let's go to the Animal Game. they might not they might not be like die die hard fans like you and me but they're gonna be like hey that's my team let's let's go watch them let's go let's let's go support them it and that's how you know I, for me personally that's how i think it's gonna happen because even for me it took me so long to actually want to watch mls because it, for so long it was considered sub quality soccer yeah. and it's just a retirement league and stuff like that so um yeah, but once changing. that yeah it's changing a lot i saw it for what it was and i was like man this is actually this is actually really cool and there's no other soccer around so i it's either i can complain about it and you know be like people from <laughs> from the, europe yeah. or or i can embrace it and make it my own and try to make it better yeah. And I think that's even what Dynamo Fans for Change was all about is is trying to em- embrace what we have uh, and try to impact and influence in a positive way uh, just anything that we can do for the for the for the team. And and also the the fact that you know we are a new club in a way, you know like we're only 15 years old, Correct. you know. We started you know the club started being a different club. So it's like like Sometimes, I mean, me, like, I see the Cups, you know, 2006, 2007, and I'm like, yeah, you know, they're championships, but, you know, they're kind of like half Dynamo, half San, San Jose. Yeah. You know, obviously, we won them with this crest, you know, but, um, I, you know, now it feels like we're kind of gaining momentum. Like, that generation had to pass, like, whole Robertson's, you know, of course, it's history, but, like, you know, me, of course, being a Boca fan, you know, it's like a, a club of 100 plus years. Uh, and obviously now they built it into like a household name. And, you know, obviously I don't want to like, I don't want to be too like negative on the Dynamo because, you know, they're trying like they're at least it seems like they're trying, you know, with this mini pitches here. Like, I think I think that's a great idea. Putting like, It's a good idea. It is a good everywhere. idea. You know, getting the name out there, getting the, the, the colors out there. Um, like all the marketing that they're doing. I mean, you even mentioned like marketing is fire. Their social media like, is good. Videos are good. Like all, yes. even the wallpapers that they do on Wednesdays are like five yep. phone changes every week. Like, <laughs> you know, like, and now I'm getting into the dash and like, you know, that's being fired too with the new Jersey. Yep. And like, you know, it's like a whole change that we're seeing. Um, I mean, I like it. I, I mean, I'm going to be here forever. So. Yeah, uh, Hector. I don't know if you want to chime in, but I mean, I know, I know for me, like the marketing that they're doing is really good. I think what's just what frustrates most people, and I hate to point it on like one person or a group of people. What frustrate? Well, I'm gonna put on a group of people. What frustrates most people, most people for sure, is ownership and Matt Jordan. Mm-hmm. That's what frustrates most people. I'm not saying Matt Jordan's doing anything wrong. I'm not saying he's not doing anything that's not wrong, because I, I met the guy and. Honestly, I, I have respect for him. Um, but there's – it might be an unfair, um, an unfair formula, right, that I'm going put, to put out. But there's – I think maybe even uh, – I don't know if, if Edson said it or someone said it in our group. Um, but uh, there's three coaches that we've had, and there's one constant, Matt Jordan. <laughs> so um. – Okay, so I agree with everything you just said, right? But you got to think about it. I mean, marketing is doing phenomenal. Yes. You 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 get, you know, I'm not going to say you get what you pay for, but a lot of these kids are young. You know what I mean? This is the, the like 
the the apart apart from you know the managers and stuff like that managers are voices i mean it's their ideas but it's you know the graphic designers and it's like everything else that sit there yeah you know they spend hours and hours because making those graphics isn't easy i'll tell you that right now um all those all those things are are, are difficult to do and the crazy part is is i'm so surprised that they're still putting that much passion towards it for the i'm a part of the say for the measly pay that they're getting because i mean look at lafc they don't their their marketing is pretty good but it's la you know what i mean it's it markets itself yeah, <laughs> yeah this, <laughs> what do you what i mean houston is houston we, we you know we're the h you know we clutch city that's 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 what we are but i mean the 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 great thing about that, like this is, you know how you're, we talked about it earlier in, in, in the podcast when y'all said um, we're planting the seed, right? So the seed is already planted with the two, two new coaches that they're the ones that are going to bring new, new people coming in and, you know, the younger generation to be excited about everything and anything um, when it comes to the culture. And then the culture in Houston is, it's just amazing. You, you have the be someone sign. They, you know, Ace town, hold it down. Like the, all those sayings, you got candy paint slabs, you got everything, you know, like that. And only the younger generation and the old generation will understand that if you're actually into Houston. So the Houston, Houston people will actually understand everything mm-hmm. when it comes yeah. to our culture wise. Very huge, yeah. That, yeah, that's what I was gonna. I was gonna say, like, you can tell all those people making all these videos are from the city, <laughs> like, yeah, bro, like, you know, and pay them more. Come on, front office, pay the kids more. They're doing Before, it. I, as a business owner, I understand they had a they had a layoff some of people, so I don't know if they can technically do that right now, but once this is over, for sure, pay them more, pay them more. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But no, um, man. It, so I think we could we could probably talk about like the club for hours and hours and hours. For sure. Now, let's talk about we could probably do another one some other day. For uh, sure. But let's talk about a little bit of soccer. You know, this the we're about to almost play like we waited forever to play two games and then now forever to play a, a few more games. Um so how do you obviously the group that we got is not the easiest group. <laughs> Rigged. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say it rigged. Yeah, you're one of those. Yeah. Right, first off, first off, shout out to the dash because the last game that they played, big the difference. Two-zero. Yeah, the two zero. Big difference. Oh yeah. Big difference, but um, when it comes, I, I don't know about rigged. I think it's a. Uh, I I think we just need to prove a point, bro. Like. For sure. We no, just no, no. There, there's it, that. Man. No, there's that. I'm not saying it's rigged in a way that's going to design for us to lose. I'm saying it was rigged in a way like, so you got Cascadia. You got, you got El Tráfico. Who else got together? Uh, I think that, oh, well, obviously, Inter and Orlando, they're going to be the same group. There's, there's so many rivalries that, that got the draw, right? And then you saw uh, what's-his-face pulling the little the balls out of the thing for the draw, and it's just like, pick me first, pick me second. Like that, They could have easily written on that, you know? But yeah. whatever, uh, it just seems too good to be true. So I have my tinfoil hat on about that, but it, it's fine. And it, Hector's absolutely right. It doesn't mean we're going to lose. Um, it means that we have a point to prove. If we prove the point, great. 
like every we're, we're proven wrong all the naysayers are proven wrong and if we don't hmm, <laughs> like it sucks because even the naysayers even though they might be wrong it just gives them more ammo to go based off and 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 just vent their frustrations yeah yeah hey before we talk about soccer um i wanted to ask you guys because so I, I I enjoy the group. I enjoy all the polls and stuff like that. Um, but uh-huh. I want I guess I want to get y'all's opinion. I mean, if you want to, you don't have to chime in. But sure, there's a lot of people. I'm I'm the type of person that if I'm gonna be a fan, I'm gonna be a fan. Like I said, on the good times and the bad times. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a lot of people that kind of maybe are new or maybe not. But it, like one of the things that would piss me off the most was like when people were like shit talk. Because obviously the team was not doing good. In my in my head, I would always tell my wife, and I was like, "Hey, you don't have to be a fan. Become a fan of LAFC if you want to. Like, you know, like you want a team that wins." But see, that's your that's your that's your roots. That's your soccer roots right there coming in. Because in reality, we we can't we can't tell people well you can't if you don't like them. You know, everyone's gonna have you know bad games and stuff like that. Uh, everyone's different. But I feel like we shouldn't be you know, too hard on the people that are expressing their opinions. Um, I mean, frustration is frustration. And I'm pretty sure that let's say, you know, the Boca Juniors, right. Mm -hmm. They have one bad game. Everyone. I mean, some people are going to, you know, shit talk. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. It's okay. You know what I mean? And it's like, Oh, he could, or blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) That's the way I take it. And I agree with you a hundred percent, but, but I, I, I personally wouldn't, wouldn't put it that way because at the end of the day, we're here for the team. We're not here just for that person to ruin, to ruin for, you know, our experience and everything. Yeah, yeah. We have to remember, too, that even the people who vent those frustrations, like, they're not doing that to shit talk the team. They're doing that because they're frustrated because they know that, one, they know the team can be better. So they have that passion for the team. It might not be vent. It, not, it might not be like in the right like way that they're doing it. But you have to realize that they, at the end of the day, they want the Dynamo to win too. Yeah, they want them to be the best that they can be, and they're just probably a lot of these. A lot of people are, are you know, they've been fans since the 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 club was created, so they're used to like the wins and they're used to all this kind of stuff. And now they're not seeing it. It's like, man, it was so much better back in the day. And that's why we talked. Like I said, the changing of the old guard is like. So people are used to to this, and now it's changing to people that are are used to the struggle, and and the struggle of being like a Houston Dynamo fan is we can be so inconsistent, you know, and uh, it's just it's funny, man. I I laugh a lot of it, and not laugh because it's like it's uh, like scoff or think it like I'm I'm better than them or in any way like that. It's just like it's it's generally, some of it's genuinely funny, but I I understand at the end of the day that. You know that's that's your soccer roots. That's where you come. You you already know, right? Yeah. They you already have the expectations, and some people they have different expectations, and it's it's going to be different. It doesn't mean that they're wrong. It just means that that's that's how they feel, and they're allowed, they're allowed to feel that way. You can be criticized if you feel that way too, that by the other people too. So oh, yeah, you just yeah. gotta you guys got to be open, and as long as no one gets you know no one gets their their feelings hurt uh, too much, you know it, it's all good. But I think we all just want the same thing. We just want them to win and to keep winning. Yeah. And I mean, and y'all do a good job in like keeping it, you know, you know, and, and we try not to let it get. Yeah. yeah it's so hard. Oh yeah. my God. It's so hard. 
<laughs> there's sometimes yeah. where I disagree with somebody so bad because they like they make something that's just honestly a dumb comment or a very ignorant comment or something that has been said repeatedly and they still ask it and just like <laughs> but you can't and you just let it let it slide and there's some people who are honestly they're man, they're they're mean dude <laughs> like they're being jerks to other people and it's like nah you get muted bro you chew that's good so man. yeah I, I I think that's one of our one of the rules in the group is don't be a jerk if you're going to say something, you know, uh, again, if you're going to say something, mean it, say, say what you mean. And if you're going to say something, just say something. It, it's not really, it's, it's not appreciated. No, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, that's the only way that you can get to have like a peaceful conversation in a way. Well, not, a, not only peaceful. I mean, you got to think about it. Everyone has different opinions, right? Yeah. And like, I mean, again, we're no one to tell you who you can or can't, you know, like or blah, blah, blah. But, but that's how everyone learned. Like, for example, you know, Tony hate. I mean, I say hate him, but doesn't like Tommy, right? Like, we, we've established that from the get go. <laughs> but, but, I mean, like I said, now I can see where they're coming from because I'm not gonna say he's a glue, but he, I mean, now the the last two games that we saw, I mean, yeah, he's been fuck, you know, fucking up left and right sometimes. But sometimes he'd be giving good, good through balls or. Or crosses and stuff like that. He he was mad. At the, so the the funny thing. One, <laughs> so, I'll give you a I mean, quick story. I, I agree, and then I disagree with with him half the time. Quick story on that one, John. I I, I mentioned this to John Walker one time about Tommy McNamara, and I I don't know if that's like the right thing to do or not, but I mean I just I I'm blunt and I say what it, I, I say what I feel sometimes, right? It might not be in the in the best ways, but whatever. I told him I was like I was like Tommy McNamara, you gotta get him off his team, bro. And he's like, what? He was man of the match. I was like. He fell into the goal. <laughs> I was like, he Naruto runs, bro. Like, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but anyways, yeah, it's just yeah, heck is right. right. You know, it, <laughs> let's get back to the conspiracy then. Let's get back. Let's get back <laughs> to it. Yeah. So how do y'all see the the first game? I mean, knowing that Vela is not gonna be there, I mean he yeah, has obviously win. not like you know the whole team, but Video, he's bro. a big part of it, you know. Stop you right there um yeah dynamo i feel like the dynamo i'm not gonna say just because see it's it's a love-hate thing because now if dynamo went they're gonna say oh vela wasn't there yeah geo wasn't there oh, oh bro what like y'all can't give us nothing <laughs> like yeah they didn't need vela to win when they came home they they when they beat us at home he didn't even play uh, i think it was diamanda who got diamanda is so good <laughs> but um right. it was they didn't need him to win, so I'm I'm still a little bit shaky. But again, they're not playing in, in the. We have a lot of things going for us, right? Everyone's fresh. They're not playing. They're they're playing in an environment that's not they're not comfortable with. They're flying all the way from you know the other side of the states to Florida. There, you know, there there's a lot of stuff to to take in. Not um, used to the humidity. Yep, they're not, not used to it at all. Yeah, so we, so we it, only need time to tell. Yeah, I think um, Justin, Josh, uh, Justin and Josh with Appeal said it the best. Sure. I think that if um, if the Dynamo can can absorb the pressure for the first 30 minutes and the last 15 minutes go at it and, and you know, try to hammer as much as possible, I think that's how they're going to win. I don't know if Bob Bradley is already anticipating that, but, you know, if if Tab can exploit that and, and, and do something with it, I think, I think we can get a really good result. And for me, a good result is going to be a tie or a win. But if if I had to give a prediction, I'd probably be two one LAFC. 
Damn. I, I, I think this is going to happen you right think now. Two? I think they're just going to get two, and we're going to get one. For sure, for sure. Oh, man. I, don't, I, I honestly don't – I don't think so. I think it's going to be a close match, but I think it'll be – It'll be a close match. No, it'll be a it, close match. If, if anything, we're going we're gonna to Houston Dynamo it up and, and concede a goal in the last five minutes. <laughs> nah, but, bro. I, I don't know. I, I want to agree with you. I, and I understand this is probably my passion, but yeah. I, I, I don't see it. I don't think – I mean, paper-wise, they're, gonna, they're, they're stacked. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But, man, you got to think about it this way. It's, we got a whole worldwide pandemic. <laughs> you know, you, uh, the only thing that right now to watch is this. Yep. You're, you're the headliner at this point. Yep. So how much of an impact would the Dynamo make if they win the first game? Like, yeah, it's one game, but it's LAFC. Like, no, th- it, this, this game is going to be super important. It's going to set the precedent for the next two games and how they feel uh, for these next two games. So if, if they f- even feel like they played good, I think that they're, they're going to have a really good shot of going through. See, when it comes to this game, I I might be in the minority, but I disagree in the in like the whole staying back and let them come in and attack and then going all out. Like I said, I might be in the minority, but I think well, obviously we are known as a counter attack team with with at least you know being like a freaking bullet on the side. <laughs> but I think yeah. if we put the pressure on them, I think we can probably. I mean, I don't like I said. I might catch be, them off guard. I, yeah. Well, yeah, let's let's go a lot. I mean, we have. There's no reason not to. Yeah, Manotas, Ellis, uh, Ramirez, Memo. Like, if we put like we have really good talented uh, like attackers in a way. I think if we can, you know, if we put Matias and Moniak in the middle to hold it down, and then you know, and just trust that the the four. I mean, that's who I would start in the four. In, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think we can get in there one and There's... two, and then we can probably wait for them after that. But I think we should go out. All out first, but I mean, I'm just in the I'm I'm in the like you can either be the hammer or the anvil, right? We we can hammer, right? We we can hammer, and and we can be the anvil, but I think if we were like I think we would we would break first from all the pressure that LAFC can can put on us. Probably less now just because Carlos Vela isn't there, but they still got Tuesta, they still got Rossi, they still got Leti Blessing, Diamante, you know. Team, yeah. They got the team, so I mean, if 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 they can get those first two, the two like you said, it's it's not. I don't think it's going to be one of those things where like get two and then park the bus. Which I know you're not saying that either, yeah. but absorb the pressure. It's going to be get two and go get more because it can it can easily go against your favor. You know, LAFC did that with LA Galaxy um, in a traffic over the playoffs. That was a crazy game. I loved every second of it though, even though it wasn't my team. So it was a crazy game. And even like Hector said, you know, this game is literally going to set – or I don't know if it was you or him. But it's literally going to set the tone for, like, the rest of the of the other matches because, you know, you're playing after after that, you're playing uh, Portland. Yep. And then after that, you're playing LA Galaxy. So it's like you're playing big names. And that confidence of beating LAFC is, you know, is going to – is going to stay high for, for the Portland game and for the – For sure. If we beat them, like, we're winning the group. Like yeah. – they're going to be riding so high, oh, and, yeah, and, and hats sure, off to them bro. if they do. If, if they win, we're, we're winning the group. Like, And it's, it's, all, big, it's all hunger, too, because now yep. you have young ones, right? So you have – I mean, I don't know if they're going to start, you know, Palomino, but I'm just saying, like, you, you if he, even if he plays, gets a couple touches, then the next game he's going to be like, all right, coach, like, I think, I think we can do it. Yeah. 
I think so. And I mean, regardless, it's all momentum, right? It's all momentum. It's it honestly, if if we score, I say I personally think we might. I mean, this is me shooting for the stars, but I personally think we could score three. And those are all gonna be through through balls, like long balls, because at least there's no stopping him. Nope. Like, there is not. Yep. The, the the only time you will you will stop him is you better hope you're at the edge of the box. <laughs> because if not, it's <laughs> either gonna go in or it's a penalty. One of those two. It's just there's there's no but what I've noticed a lot now for the well for the last two games or the game that we played prior before the pandemic, they're throwing they're they're shooting a lot more from the outside. A lot more yep. from outside eighteen. And and which is what we've needed like for the longest. Yeah. We've needed that for the longest because every single time it was you gotta go in the box, you gotta go in the box, you gotta go in the box, and it's like, bro, the six yard box is yeah. the goalies. He's not gonna let you get anywhere near that box, and expect to just score like that. Like it's not gonna work like that. But at least always, I mean, I mean, I I don't want to bring this up, but I'm just gonna say a player that was uh, that got moved to Toronto, um, Montreal. So I'm sorry, to, to Montreal. Um, yeah, um, he, uh, he, he, as much as people really didn't like him, he, he threw in a couple, a couple nice little, um, you know, crosses for release and finishes and stuff like that. And they were all from outside the 18. And that's the only way that you can do it is, is outside the 18. Personally, if, if you really want to contest the goalie and see what he's actually got, because you're, if you're a goalie, you're going to, you're, that's your box. You can't let anyone pass your box. Like, it's just the way you, you should you should be should have been like bred to say no. This is my box. There's many <laughs> others like it, but this is my box. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. 2019 Dynamo was literally trying to get in there with the ball, and like yep. it was me screaming at the TV like shoot the guy shoot. Ball. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it wasn't just you screaming at the TV. It was yeah. a lot of people in the stands, bro. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, hey, and when it comes to Kyoto, I mean, like, again, I might be in the minority, but I like the guy. I mean, obviously, he probably was a <laughs> sh- shitty guy. <laughs> but but I, I mean, obviously, like, the the the, the straw that like, broke the camel's back with the, was that red card, that dumbass red card that he got, that, <laughs> that literally, like, messed up the whole team. But I mean, if he yeah. would have solved those problems, those anger problems that he had, I think we. He would. I mean, he was great because you had Ellie's on one side and him on the other, and yep. we were killing. We were killing teams. I mean, the ones that we got to kill, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I liked him, but I can see why people hated him. And and Ellis has a lot to prove again too. So if he, if he wants to move or if he wants to uh, have more yeah. negotiating you, you power, don't, you don't think that Scott, uh, the scouts are gonna are gonna look yep. at this game? They're gonna they're gonna be there. Either well, be looking at be looking through the TV and just keeping an eye on them. Yeah, for sure. They're, yeah, but there. This is this is either make or break him. Like honestly, uh, if he really wants to go to Europe as much as he says he does, and you know he's worked his butt off to 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 get where he's at now, and he's proven it. But Europe is no joke. Europe yeah. is an MLS. It's a whole other ball game when, whenever you're in Europe, but. Only like I said, only time can tell, and it, it all depends on hunger when it comes to the you know to the young cats. Because I mean, anyone can say, "Oh, well, I have an all-star team," but it's like, okay, they know they're good, so are they gonna actually play like they want to play, or everyone's gonna be selfish? And realistically speaking, to me, the way the Dynamo are set, you know, the mood, the marketing, and everything like that is just setting, you know, it's just setting the tone for Monday's match. From 
Yeah. It's Monday, right? Yeah, thirteenth. Yep. Um, for us to for us to um to do something about it because I think I think they're just tired. I know at least once his contract. I know I know the majority of people are tired of losing or tired tired of seeing. little excuse me, tired of being that you know that team that says, "Oh, it's just a dynamo." Oh, it's just a dynamo. Yeah. It's like. He, even Beasley, uh, he said it, I think it was on Soccer Matters, or I forget if it was Soccer Matters, it was another podcast that he did. He's just like, I'm tired of losing. Like, that, that part of what he, he said, I could honestly go one more year, but I'm, I'm tired of losing. And even besides that, like, he kind of knew he was on, on his last legs and he wanted to get more into, like, a front office role or, or get into more of a coaching or, you know, being part of a team. He just had other things that he wanted to do, and losing doesn't, doesn't help. Yeah, I, I honestly think winning the Open Cup kept him on for that next year. And it might have been something that he already had before, but I think that definitely helped. Winning the Open Cup helped him stay on, and it was great. It was great to watch too. But, yeah, man, it's um, there's a lot riding on a, a lot of different players, even, even Mauro too, because hopefully the FO doesn't screw up the situation like they're showing it up right now with, with Elise, right? But um, even even with Mato, like he's got he's got something to prove there too because he can go to Europe and he definitely deserves to be a, a part of a European team if he wants to be over there and I think he does. So it, it's for everybody. It's not just the it's not just for the people with contracts that are up. It's everybody has has something to prove and I think that they know that and I think that they honestly want to just go out there and give it their best and honestly I just wish the best for them. I, I do. I'm be watching the entire time. Manotas is scoring too, bro. I'm telling you right now. His birthday's coming up too. Boy, uh, and you're in Disneyland. Uh, <laughs> Come on now, Chief. It's a it's a recipe for success. Yeah. You got Mickey Mouse behind you. Yeah. Ain't lying. Yeah. All right. So we're approaching like about an hour and change. Um, um, do you guys want to do another one after the first three games? Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. If y'all, I want. think that'd be I'd be down. Yeah. No For pressure, sure. no pressure, but you know, it'd be cool just to look to look back at those uh, three games. Uh, I th- yeah, I think so. It'll give us a little bit more to to go based off of. It's still not a whole season, but it's something we can get based off of. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I, I'm saying right now, Dynamo are winning two out of the three games. All they're right. tying one. They're who, not are they lo- who, who are they losing to then? No, they're not losing. They're just tying. They're just tying. Okay. Yeah. Who are they tying who, against? Who, yeah. Who I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Portland. To be honest. Really. To, to be honest, Portland, yeah. To be honest, yeah. No, we're the, pretty... We got the Portland killer. Is is, is Manotas? Mm. Yeah, but they, they. I'm pretty sure they learned their lesson. They should know how to contain them by now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they didn't, oh well. I mean, that that's kudos for us, right? But uh, yeah. if I'm gonna go based off of off of yours, we're tying LAFC and we're beating uh, Galaxy in Portland for sure, for sure. Hmm. Well, I had Portland going first in the group stages, and we I got us going second. So, okay, and then okay. LAFC is gonna make it as a, one of the best thirds, but hmm. Galaxy can go back home right now. <laughs> I think I think it honestly, I think LA Galaxy is probably well, I don't know, but it's gonna be the weakest team out of that whole group. But that's just me. Yeah, you can't you you can't count LA Galaxy out, dude, because. I mean, I, I I would love to, but man, they always just grab it out of nowhere, man. It's just like, what just happened? You well, they don't have Ibra anymore, and as much as I don't like Ibra, he, Bro, and, he... and I, I went to go watch that game. Well, well, we played them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Funny enough, the player that I picked as like their best player was Katai. <laughs> so, yeah. So I mean, they don't have them. He's, he's gone too. Sorry, Katai. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, but I, I think I think we'll do good. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm I'm shooting for the for the stars at this point, but I got I, I believe in the boys. I don't for think sure. they're gonna let me down. And if they do, uh, just don't invite me to the podcast anymore. No, I'm just kidding. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's either gonna age really well or it's not, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. So no, no, we we got it. We got it. I'm not gonna say we got it in the back, but we're going up there. Yeah. I mean, I think we're all hopeful. I think we have a good team, a good coach. I mean, the marketing is there. We just got to put out the product. Yeah, for sure. for sure. Put out the product, and they and the fans will come. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a whole chain of a chain reaction of things. So that's right. This is gonna be, I think, a decisive moment in the history. Of for sure. Of hey, man, if we go all the way and we win it, that'd be a, a very interesting piece of silverware that we're gonna have that no one else will ever have. That's for so. Sure. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. The, the they can do it. I'm, I'm not gonna say they can't. They can do it. They for sure can do it. But you just gotta get out there. You yep. gotta see what happens. For sure. So, uh, so uh, yeah, Dynamo fans for change on Facebook. Is that the only way that they can find the the group? Uh, Hector, you you manage our our Twitter. Our, we're yeah, not very active on the Twitter, but uh, we uh, yeah the Twitter because there's a lot of. Um, there's just a lot of uh, things going on, right? Because it's like you have the new Dynamo, then you have, you know, um, Web Tilton, you have Generation Orange, you have a, um, Foxtrot, you have like a lot of Twitter Twitter names. Um, yep. So it's kind of, I'm not saying competitive market, but I mean, we're trying to, you know, we're trying to, I guess not to say compete with them, but we're trying to, you know, help each other out for the most part. But um, they're a little bit more active on that, but you can follow us at Twitter at uh, DFFC as well. Um, the animals for, the animals for change um, or at the FFC underscore um, one, if I'm not mistaken. Nice. So, yeah. So right now we're, we're you know, we crazy part is, is we got people from France. Oh, that's right. Europe yeah. That are, that are following us as well from there. And then they're over here um, pretty much the same, doing the same thing we do. You know, talking about the dynamo, seeing what we can do, and and it's all in French, right? So, wow. so it it's cool to to interact and you know you know tag tag each other and stuff, and it's it's pretty good. Yes. All right, yeah. So everybody, if you want to be part of an exclusive group of dynamo <laughs> fans, that uh, you know, you can put your opinion out there. No matter how wrong you are, no matter how right you are, if you talk shit, if you're a dick, you're gonna get blocked. But uh, you can right. voice your opinion out there. And um, Dynamo fans were changing. Well, I, I usually get on the Facebook group a lot. That's where I see most of the stuff. And uh, But, yeah, I don't know if you guys want to shout out your personal social medias or you guys just want to stay anonymous. <laughs> I, I stay out of the social media space, man. That's what's up. Yeah, we chill in. We chill in. I, we no. do, we, I like to chill and I like to – when I voice my opinions, I'd rather it be about soccer than anything else. That's, that, that's a good way to stay mentally healthy. That's right. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. But hey, thank you, Tony. There's a lot of trolls too, but um, no. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, finish your thought. No, no, you're good. You're good. Okay, so yeah, so basically, just you know, thank you, thank you for uh, taking some time out of the day. I think we talked for like about an hour and a half or so. Um, I mean, I like I like the conversation. Soccer is for like sure. if, if anything involves soccer, I'm there. Yeah, no, definitely, and for sure, we'll probably catch each other at a match next time. Yeah. We can have a match. 
Right. Or next time we can actually finally all get together, not having to social distance as much. Hopefully Man, we get over like, all this. Like Hector was saying, like the soccer, I guess not culture, but like the soccer Twitter culture, it's kind of it's kind of big out there. Like the Dynamo people are like very, very active. So hopefully, you know, we can get, you know, someday that we can just every match is gonna be a packed house and and we can let's go do out it. There and, yeah, yeah, let's do it, man. It'd be fun. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Once again, uh, if you guys want to follow the show, is uh, Cuatro Cuatro Dos, uh, Q-U-A-T-T-R-O, uh, which is the Italian word for cuatro or four. So it's Cuatro Cuatro Dos on uh, Twitter and uh, on, not on Twitter, on just on Instagram. Uh, and then Chris Putalias uh, on Twitter and Instagram. So if you guys want to go ahead and follow me and just, you know, comment, you know, what you think about the chat and all that stuff, you can just come in there. It's also going to be on YouTube, Cuatro Cuatro Dos YouTube channel. Go ahead, subscribe, and do all that stuff. And uh, hopefully you can get you guys uh, next time, and we can talk a little bit more soccer. Yeah, man. Thanks, Chris. For sure. I really appreciate it, bro. Thank cool. you so yeah. much. Y'all be safe, and uh, and we'll we'll watch the games, I guess. We'll watch the games, for sure. We'll, we'll be in contact. We're going to be talking right. about it. Take care, man. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye.